0: Welcome to the Growing With Nature podcast. I'm your host, Darren Williams, permaculture enthusiast, restoration ecologist, and founder of Growing With Nature. Too often, we hear that the best thing we can do for nature is to leave it alone. But people are a part of nature, and you can make the living world around you come alive with abundance for people, plants, and wildlife, even in your own backyard. Join me on a journey through regenerative soil building, permaculture, restoration ecology, and more. To learn concrete steps you can take at home to support wildlife, grow incredible, delicious food, and help heal our living world right in your own backyard. Ready to get started? Grab a shovel, roll up your sleeves, and let's make the living world around you come alive. In this episode, we're going to dive into how to design a fruit tree guild. Fruit tree guilds are a topic that often gets overcomplicated, with people worrying about specific plants. Instead, you can focus on the functions that a fruit tree needs, which will make it much easier to design a fruit tree guild. Let's dive into it. So what does it mean to design a fruit tree guild based on functions? What this means is that you don't need to worry about the specific plants in the guild. Instead, you're going to focus on what functions the different plants and elements bring to there. So because of this, your fruit tree guild will look you know, quite a bit different than mine. We won't have the same plants, and that's fine. The functions that we're going to focus on are supporting soil life, feeding your tree, controlling pests, and providing more food for you and your family. And this guild won't only include plants. You know, a healthy fruit tree guild also needs non-living elements. You know, these are things like logs, rocks, mulch, and snags. You know, all these elements, these non-living elements, they provide critical functions that You know, are necessary for any healthy living system. And by focusing on these four functions, you won't have to worry about a specific plant. Lots of plants can fill the role of each of these functions, and some can even support multiple functions at once. So let's, you know, dive into what a function based fruit tree guild can look like by designing a fruit tree guild together. But before we do, I just want to take a quick moment to say thank you to one of our newest patrons, Jennifer Lopez. The support of Patrons like Jennifer makes it possible for us to create free weekly content to help people heal the living world around them by cultivating abundance for people, plants, and wildlife. So thank you very much, Jennifer. And if you like what you hear today, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. Your review will help more people find us. People like you who want to bring these skills home to enjoy wildlife, grow more food, and help heal our living world. Okay, let's get started. So I got a question for you. Have you ever explored the forest floor? You know, in a healthy forest, the ground is covered by a layer of duff. This duff layer is filled with life feeding on the fallen leaves, branches, dead animals, and other organic material that has all fallen to the forest floor. And the duff is filled with beneficial fungi and bacteria. Many of these fungi connect directly to the roots of the trees and other plants in the forest, creating a complex network, sometimes called the wood wide web. This web allows for the transfer of nutrients and even water between the fungi and the trees and other plants that are all connected. This gives the trees and other plants access to nutrients that they otherwise wouldn't be able to reach. But often fruit trees are planted in the middle of a field of orchard grass. So instead, you know, let's create an environment that is closer to the forest floor for our fruit tree guild you know if there is grass around your fruit tree or in the area you want to plant it the first step in designing a fruit tree guild is going to be the sheet mulch of the grass you know there's a link in the resources section of the show notes to a blog post all about how to get started with sheet mulching but basically it's putting down cardboard and then covering that cardboard uh, with mulch like wood chips or fall leaves you know not only will this eliminate the grass it will also start the process of creating a duff layer filled with fungi and other beneficial soil life. If the grass is already gone, if you don't have grass around your tree or where you're going to plant it, then you will still want to make sure the soil is covered with mulch or living plants. You know, Plants can function as a living mulch and help keep the soil covered. You know, They also help to keep leaves that fall in place. And they will also feed soil life through the release of what's called root exudates um, from their roots. You know, a few weeks ago, we had a podcast episode all about the Soil Food Web and why it matters. So make sure to check out that podcast episode to learn more about soil life, how it interacts with plants, and why it's important. You know, we talk more about root exudates in that one. There's a link in the resources section of the show notes to that episode. And mulch, like fall leaves and wood chips, you know, really is a great way of starting your fruit tree guild. But as we continue to design a fruit tree guild, we will add more plants to it. And as these plants grow and fill in, they will take over the role of mulch, you know, from the leaves that fall naturally and branches that fall and other organic material that all build up to make a duff layer, you know, just like a healthy forest. The next step to design a fruit tree guild is to make sure your fruit tree and other plants have plenty of nitrogen to grow quickly. While the soil food web will provide the nutrients your plants need, you can give them a boost without relying on fertilizers. You know, this can be done by planting nitrogen fixers. You know, these are plants that fix nitrogen into the soil through a partnership with microbes that live on their roots. It's actually those microbes that fix the nitrogen. The nitrogen fixing plants provide a home for those microbes. You know, clovers are a common example of nitrogen-fixing plants. Beans and peas are some other common examples. And one of my favorite nitrogen-fixing plants are lupins. You know, here in western Washington, there are multiple types of native lupins, and I often plant them in new growing areas. While most lupins aren't edible, they do support pollinators, they're beautiful, and they get large taproots that can help break up compacted soil naturally. Plus, you can chop and drop many type of lupins, you know, multiple times in a year to quickly build up a soil duff layer. You know, I just love lupins, and we're actually going to be talking about them more in a future podcast episode. And goomy berries, you know, are another great nitrogen fixer. You know, these are shrubs, uh, berry shrubs, and they not only fix nitrogen, but they, you know, those berries are really actually tasty. You know, my daughter just loves eating those berries. But regardless of what type of nitrogen uh, fixer you plant you will still want to make sure to include at least a few of them in any fruit tree guild. You know, as your guild gets established, you can replace some of these with other plants that are not nitrogen fixers, but always make sure there is at least one nitrogen fixing shrub or even a tree nearby, you know, or just mix in a few smaller ones like clovers and lupins. So we've now designed a fruit tree guild to have healthy soil filled with beneficial soil life and nutrients that your plants will need to thrive. You know, that really is the foundation of a fruit tree guild. And that's why I want to focus on functions because the soil side doesn't always get talked about because people are focused on plants, but we really need to, the soil is the foundation of any healthy system, any living system. So we got to have focus on that first. But now that we've kind of done that, you know, the next steps is to help deal with pests that you might have on your fruit trees and the healthy soil will help your fruit trees and other plants resist pests naturally but there are some things you can do to help deal with pests directly and what you need to do is to create an environment that will support the predators that eat pests you know planting native flowers is a great first step this is one reason why i plant native lupins around my fruit trees they fix nitrogen, but they also support many of the predators that keep pests in balance. And, you know, the stems of lupins are hollow. And by leaving the dead stems standing, uh, you know, when the plant dies back, I just leave the dead stem standing. Or, you know, you can cut them and leave them on the ground in big chunks. You know, they, those hollow stems, those dead hollow stems of the lupins, they serve as homes for all sorts of beneficial insects. You know, but any native flowers will support a wide range of beneficial insects. So try planting a mix of them so your fruit tree guild can be as diverse as possible. Another native plant I love to include in my, around my fruit trees are You know, mallows are a native vegetable here in western Washington, but they're actually native across the west coast of the United States and up into Canada, too. You know, they're a really great native vegetable, they provide year-round harvests, and they get, you know, beautiful flowers, and they're really great at supporting beneficial insects. But beyond planting flowers, you will also want to leave the fall leaves that fall each autumn. Also, make sure that any down branches or other organic material, just let those fall and leave them in place. You know, if you're pruning your tree, just chop up the branches and drop them as mulch. You know, remember how the forest floor is covered with that duff layer? You know, you want your fruit tree guild to have this too. And that duff layer comes in a forest from all that material falling on the forest floor and breaking down. So you're, you're gonna wanna mimic that process and have that be part of your fruit tree guild. Not only does this support soil life, but it's also gonna provide shelter for all sorts of beneficial critters, like frogs, toads, centipedes, ladybugs, and many more. You know, insects like ladybugs will take shelter in the duff layer to survive the cold of winter. So if you clear the fall leaves, you know, not from below your fruit trees, not only do you hurt the soil life, but you also take away the shelter these beneficial critters need to survive. And finally, you know, you can add some logs and rock piles around your fruit trees. These will provide even more protection for beneficial critters. Plus, if they're placed on the south side of your fruit tree, you know, south side here in the northern hemisphere, you know, they can help keep the soil cool and moist, which can help your tree get established through the summer heat. They basically are creating a nice, cool microclimate, and it's a great way to help your new fruit trees get established when they're brand new. And, you know, the last step to design a fruit tree guild is to just add more food plants. There's no reason why you can't grow more food around your fruit tree. You know, we don't have to just have the fruit tree be the sole source of food that you're growing in the guild. You know, in the first years while your fruit tree is growing too, the ground around it will still be very sunny. You can easily plant traditional vegetables around it. You know, greens like lettuce and chard are great options. In fact, I'm at the point now where I will only grow chard around my perennials, around my shrubs and my trees. I don't plant it in my vegetable garden because it gets pretty big and it's great in those areas. But you can also plant perennial vegetables and native vegetables as a permanent part of your fruit tree guild. You know, some like checkermalls that we talked about before can, you know, they're, they provide benefits to beneficial insects too. And then, you know, others like the goomy berries also fix nitrogen. So you're getting food from these plants and they're providing other benefits. And that's really great when you can stack functions in this way. You know, I've put a couple links in the resources section of the show notes all about perennial vegetables and native vegetables to help you get started with these great plants. So make sure you check that out. And if you plant larger plants like goomy berries or even gooseberries or other shrubs, you know, make sure to plant them at least six feet, you know, two meters, give or take, from your fruit tree so they grow together without competing. You know, you may need to prune the shrubs back a bit until the fruit tree gets up above the shrubs. But if done right, this can really work. And, you know, I just wouldn't plant the big shrubs on the sunny side of the fruit tree because they might shade out your young fruit tree. You know, plant them on the sides, east or west side. That's going to be a little better, um, that won't compete as much with your fruit tree. And, you know, I also really like planting strawberries as a nice ground cover around my fruit trees. You know, especially great for the early years, but the strawberries will spread and, you know, they'll find the sun. You know, in addition to providing yummy berries, you know, strawberries also serve as a great living mulch and will help catch the leaves and just help build that duff layer. And as your fruit tree and any shrubs grow, you know, you're going to get more shady areas over time. You know, fruit tree guild isn't static, it changes over time. You know, once it starts to happen, you know, try adding some shade loving plants to the guild. You know, one of my favorites is Miner's Lettuce, and it it grows great in the shade, actually prefers shade, and it provides abundant, great tasting greens. We're actually going it's another plant we're going to be talking about in a future podcast episode. And, you know, wood sorrels are a really great option too if you have really good, you know, shady areas. They really like shade. And they're kind of a little tangy, but they're a really great you know, they'll spread, they'll make a nice ground cover and they're native up and down the west coast. You know, the key here is just to add more food plants to your guild. So, you know, this way you get an abundant harvest right away from your fruit tree guild. And over time, you're just going to get so many more harvests than if you just had the fruit tree by itself. Plus, you're, you're going if you do it right, you're going to get all these other benefits from supporting beneficial insects, you know, to getting the flowers are just beautiful to fixing nitrogen. You know, all in all, things are just going to be a lot more abundant if you follow these steps. You know, so what do you think? You know, if you follow this general design process, your Fruit Tree Guild will provide all the basic functions that your fruit tree needs to thrive. You know, just as a reminder, these functions are supporting soil life, feeding your tree, controlling pests, and providing more food for you, your family, your community. But you you can take it a step further by combining multiple fruit tree guilds together to create what is called a food forest. You know, a couple weeks ago, I took you on a virtual tour of my front food forest. You know, in that episode, we explored the various layers of a food forest and how it results in abundance for people, plants, and wildlife. You know, the fruit tree guild we just designed is essentially a zoomed-in version of a food forest. Instead of looking at the forest, we instead took You know, zoomed in and looked at a single tree and the plants and other elements that help it thrive. But if you want to zoom out to the forest, then all you need to do is add additional fruit trees with their own guilds around around them. You know, just keep the fruit trees spaced out roughly 12 to 20 feet, you know, depending on the size of the fruit trees. This will give room for the shrubs and other sun loving plants to be planted between your fruit trees. The guilds will kind of blend together. And once you get a few fruit trees and their guilds planted, then, you know, you're going to naturally have a food forest, even if it's just a few. You know, it will start out small, but it's still going to be a great start. And you can easily expand it just by adding more fruit or nut trees to it. You know, just repeat the pattern. You know, you can try out different plants, see what works best, observe and learn. And, you know, over time, it's going to get faster and faster and easier and easier to do this. And this is a great way to just slowly expand a food forest instead of trying to do it all at once. Because, you know, if you're feeling overwhelmed by the idea of planting a whole food forest, plant you know, starting out with a single fruit tree guild is a great option. Even if you never move beyond a couple fruit trees, you know, you're still going to have a dynamic, abundant food system that will support your family and community and help heal the living world around you. And make sure to stay tuned for our next episode where we will look at why your garden needs logs and rock piles. You know, just like your fruit tree guild should have these non-living elements in them, you know, really social your garden. Next week's episode, we'll look at these in more detail and uh, how they can help your garden. Alright, I hope you enjoyed that episode, and thank you for listening to the Growing with Nature podcast. This podcast is made possible thanks to our patrons over on patreon.com. Thank you, patrons, for supporting our work. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. Your review will help more people find us, people like you, who want to bring these skills home to support wildlife, grow food, and help heal our living world. Well, that's all for now. See you next week, same time, same place. Have a great week, and keep on growing.